Hello, y'all. This is part two of Crypticon's adventures. I don't know what just happened, but the recording blocked out. So we're going to pick up right where we left off on Matt Shaw. If that's okay with y'all. <laughs> okay, so where we stopped that is... Um, I pay a lot of attention to horror movies, releases, anything. And I'm like, hey. There's a uh, Monsters being released on Amazon Prime. And I got super excited. I'm like, hey. I could rent it for you because it's only six dollars. I wish it was six dollars we saved instead of spent it to watch it. So the guy said that he was never going to basically taint his pr products. Yeah, he's, he was never going to neuter it. He was never going to dial it back. The movie is a shit show, y'all. I'm going to tell you that right now. I love the book. Love the book. The movie was, like, completely tame. So, the the story of this book is basically this chick is a, not a detective, but she's trying to figure out why all these people are going missing. And they're never found again. And so she works at this gas station, and nobody comes inside anymore because everybody uses, you know, pay at the pump. And so she makes up stories about people. So she was talking to her friend, making up stories about this guy. He had a limp, and he looked very pissed off, and his wife was there. And so she made up this very morbid, dark story of him killing hookers and getting off on it. And while she was saying this, the wife had come in and heard the whole thing. And so she was pissed off and paid for the gas and picked up whatever else she wanted for inside the store and she left. Later that week she starts getting these happy birthday uh, invitations. Like very creepy. Like she doesn't know who they're from or anything and saying that they'll meet her soon and all this very creepy stuff. And so she's so wrapped up in this serial killer-esque thing that it ends up where she's getting kidnapped by the husband and wife team because he actually did kill a whole bunch of hookers and he got off on it and all this other stuff so the wife really thought that she was telling like a accurate story about her husband so she, the wife told the husband and that's why they like kidnapped her because they didn't want it to get out that he was actually the one that was kidnapping all these people. So then it goes to her perspective and another gentleman's perspective while they're trapped inside this hellhole of a house. And then deep in the cellar or whatever, because it's like a whole bunch of rooms down in the basement, there's like this kid, a deformed kid, that is like a cannibal like the parents have made it into a cannibal and all this stuff and it's his birthday and the chick is the dude's present and the kid's present like I mean he's old but he has the mindset of a kid like 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 Leatherface yeah so there's like this deformed kid the girl is the present and the dude that they have in the basement as well that they kidnapped like a few days prior is gonna be the birthday cake it is freaking weird. The whole thing gets way out of hand. 
Um, she wants to go home because she has a kid and a husband and they're looking for her and all this stuff. And as it's going on, it's just getting worse and worse and worse. And months go by and weeks go by and so on and so forth. And like, yeah, it's, I won't go into all the gross stuff because there is a lot of gross stuff. There's rape, there's torture, there's all this other stuff. And so... That's but, the story. But the condensed version says this is not a review. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, the condensed version is she was very... I was very pissed off and at after, the movie. And after the movie had come out and got ripped apart, and then I found this article and I showed it to CJ saying that Matt Shaw didn't exactly write the book by himself, that the other guy wrote it, and all of the other guy's stuff is very violent and on the vein of monster shows that maybe Matt Shaw didn't have the talent but he did not show up at Crypticon after that movie was released yeah because he released it at Crypticon and I was very upset that I couldn't go and watch it because we had other stuff that you know they cancelled the second showing because it was such a train wreck yeah because it wasn't anything like the book they took some nuances from it but besides that like it lacked torture. It was like kids with a video camera. Like it was it was stupid. And like I didn't know how bad it was, so we rented it at the house and I'm telling Chucky's aunt and uncle, this is like I don't know how far he's going to take it. Like he says he doesn't, you know, you know, everything's going to be pretty accurate compared to the book and in the book it was like out there. So if you guys get offended, you know, and going all into that, and then we watched it, and I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever watched. I can't believe it. I was pissed. It was pretty bad. Now, on the note of watching things, in the in our earlier years at Crypticon, we used to be really big into... Watching the low budget. Watching the movies over there, like that movie Bind that we watched, yeah. which we still have the poster for. Like, we, we watched, like, a small screening of uh, the Friday the 13th that we've already seen. One of the things that I think we, we like more now are panels. Yes. Like, we um, we went to one with our... I'm not going to mention that one. <laughs> with our friend, um, Matt. And this one... Well, we want... I, I'm really big into horror writing, and I love the... Splatter cast genre, which is why this podcast is called Splattercast. He's like slasher and splatting of blood. Yeah, it's very graphic. But before we got there, there was a panel, and we went to this one with my friend Matt, um, who's not with us anymore, but he... It was about eroticism in cinema, and he started asking the most random... (laughs) <laughs> fucking questions like is it really erotic when the face huggers attached to the people yes <laughs> and then he kept ask, asking these weird questions and then we were at another panel about ghost hunting and he was being a tool monkey because at the very end of the panel because these people are there every year they do the same panel every year but Matt was just asking these random questions and was annoying the paranormal investigators. CJ's really into big into ghost hunting. Yes. Which is why one of the era areas, not eras, areas of horror that she really likes to watch that I'm not the biggest fan of is supernatural. supernatural. Yes. 
Yes. Supernatural stuff, ghost stuff, paranormal activity, stuff like that. She does like paranormal activity. And it's uh, it's a topic we've, it's a topic we've been on the fence about whether or not to do an episode on. Like I watched Paranormal Activity when it came out and I loved it. Loved it. As the seasons have went on with Paranormal Activity, it lost its I didn't think it had prepared to start with, but that's it's cool. lost its uh momentum. I don't know. I don't know. I I believe in ghosts, I believe in spirits, I believe in demons, and blah, 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 blah. Which is why we always have this weird, interesting disagreement, because I don't like ghosts or anything, but my goal in life is to one day go to the Animeville house in New York City. Which I don't get. You don't want to go meet Casper the Friendly Ghost, but you want to go fuck with, like, demons and dark possessions. I want to see if it's real. I want to see if there's a demon in that house. No, you're crazy. You crazy. Anywho. So, over the years, we've Jeez. got... Um, Go meet Casper first and see if you even like him. <laughs> we even have... um, We have a lot of posters that are signed. Hell yeah. And we like getting, like, weird horror movie stuff. Like, CJ bought a, um, a Halloween mask from my favorite Halloween. And... Where did we put that? Never mind. Just keep going. It, it's, um be underneath the blankets. That's where the machete is, too. Really? The one that got signed? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah! I'm gonna get that one and put that in a shadow box. Okay. So, um, she got the one from Halloween, too, when Michael gets shot in the eyes and the blood runs down his face, because mm -hmm. I've always liked that. And then we have a lot of Pennywise stuff. Which I don't know why, because I'm not huge into Pennywise. But I mean, you you're always, not. But you always. But we up, gravitate towards it like it's no tomorrow. Like I don't get it. It's probably because I used to be afraid of Pennywise when I was a kid, and now I'm not. Um, we have a lot of we have we've gotten a lot of NECA toys from there. I have a. Um, we have a lot of posters. We have killer clowns from Outer Space merchandise, which I find cool because most people don't have that. We also have Jason masks. I have multiple Jason masks. We have this last year at Crypticon. I got a machete and I got it signed by CJ Graham, who was Jason in Part Six. Um, Adrian King, who was the final girl in Part One. Um, Vengeance. Uh, the guy who um, Jason Brooks, who plays the new Jason in Friday the Thirteenth Vengeance, which is a very good um, fan-made horror film that you should all support and then the final girl from part two also signed it and when we were there i was talking to the director jeremy brown and he's like hey you want to see something cool you just can't tell anybody any of vengeance of vengeance and he he showed me on his phone it's a it was a clip from them on location shooting and it was like one of the really cool kills that's actually in the movie and he showed that to me we also buy, like, random stuff. Like, we've gotten people that aren't in a horror. We got my aunt that, uh, that light up, like, globe necklace. Yeah, the fairy glow. They sell knives there. Crypticon is good because, well, one of the things they used to do is they used to have this barbecue that was made, like, from, like, a... They made it turn a casket into, like, a grill. So it opened up, and it's like they were cooking out of a dead thing. So it was kind of cool. They don't do that anymore, though. I think they do, but you just have to buy the VIP stuff, and that's really expensive. We don't buy the VIP stuff. 
or bare minimum. But yeah, we like Crypticon every year, and so if y'all in Washington, you like scary crap, y'all should go to Seattle Crypticon May first through the third. Yes. This year, yeah. I don't remember who's going to be there. You uh, keep telling me, and it keeps going out of my ears. The immortal uh, Joe Bob Riggs, one of the okay, but the the panel, the one, the, the main the, panel is based on Silent Night, Deadly Night. There you go. Which is uh, the actor that played Billy in the first one, the actor that played Ricky in the second one, and Bill Mosley is returning because he played um, Ricky in the third one. Okay. So it should and, be and. I got you, Deadly Night. She got me a Silent Night, Deadly Night um, action figure, which I'm going to try and get signed by Billy. Yeah, get him signed by Oliver. Oliver. She's being very weird right now. Oliver. So we just wanted to come on here, and uh, it did take two parts, but we just wanted to... The one person I really want to meet is... Wow, what's his name? I'm just going to say his actor thing. Candyman. Uh, Tony Todd, the guy that cancels every year. Yeah. Candyman. He always cancels and it kind of sucks. Every yeah, Tony Todd. He was also in uh, Final Destination. So. I wanted to meet Romero, but that didn't happen because he passed away three days before the convention. Romero? George A. Romero. He died after, but he was he, sick he, he during it. He because he got pneumonia, but he was seven. And then he died like a week after the convention Because or they had, um, they were having a Night of the Living Dead panel. Yeah, we which didn't. Which we did not go to. No, I. I didn't see the point of going to it. The one I cared about was the Devil's Rejects panel, because. And. The Hellraiser one. The Hellraiser one. We're not going to go into that panel. No. Uh, <laughs> we will save that for a hell for when we when we finally do a Hellraiser episode. I was bad. <laughs> yeah, we will talk about that when we, when we do our Hellraiser episode. I can't believe I said what I said, and I was so loud that Doug Bradley heard. Oh my goodness. Yes. So that that that's what we're calling the teeth. I guess. <laughs> we're not going to go into the story, but um, we're hoping to go this year. We'll I can't wait. We'll see how it goes because we are getting married this year. So yep, October thirty first, twenty twenty. We getting married. We got a venue. Yeah, and normally every year I get a new Crypticon tattoo. I don't know if I will. I did get my first from Crypticon. You did. Crypticon. We got matching Michael Myers tattoos. Not matching. Well, matching, but they're both Michael Myers tattoos. We both got Michael Myers tattoos. Mine is of his face. Chucky's is of the knife going into the pumpkin. Yes, the OG logo. The OG logo. Alright, well, we will see you guys next time. Yeah. See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya.